I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Oh, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Come on now, y'all can be sleeping on me already. I say, oh, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. It's good to be in God's house. It's good to be in God's house as a Florida resident. Amen. 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 Um, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be here to share the word of God with you on this Palm Sunday. Um, thank the, the pastors of the church, my, my spiritual fathers, and I thank the Archbishop of Pompano, um, Brother Dave. Um, and let's praise God for this music ministry that ushered us into God's presence this morning. Come on, let's put our hands together and praise God for them. Amen. There's something about Wayne and, and the worship team and all of them when they sing, you, you, you feel connected to God. Amen. There is a word from the Lord this morning um, as we as we are um, um, today's Palm Sunday as we're getting ready to um, as we enter into the Passion Week. Um, so this is the Sunday before Easter. So next Sunday is Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday, however you want to call it. So today is the day that we remember Jesus's entry or entrance into Jerusalem when he came in on a donkey. And the people shout, Hosanna. So today I want to talk about Hosanna. I want to, I want to talk um, about a much-needed cry. If you have your Bible, would you please join me in Psalm 118. Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26. Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26. If you're able to stand, would you please stand for the reverence of the Word of God? Um, the Word of God reads as follows. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Would you please bow and join me in prayer? Father, we know there's no preaching without praying. There's no preaching without your Holy Spirit. So, Spirit of the living God, fall Freshen me, mold me, shape me so that I may speak of your words. So that if there's somebody in here who's discouraged, they may be encouraged. If there's somebody who do not know you, they would run to see what must I do to be saved. Lord, I have studied, but I need your help. I have prepared, but I need your strength. Now may the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable unto your sight. Oh Lord, my God, my Redeemer, my Savior, my Rock. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A much needed, you may be seated, a much needed cry. I am a father of three, so I have had the pleasure of witness a woman in labor three times. When a woman is in labor, she's pushing with deep pain. She's squeezing her husband's hand and by the way, gentlemen, if you haven't had a baby yet, when your wife is squeezing, make sure your ring is not on your finger. That would not be good news for you. She's calling on God because the pain is so deep. She's calling her mother. And at, at some point, she's going to tell the doctor, she can't do this. It's too much. She might even yell, get this thing out of my body. Then suddenly the doctor will say, the baby is here. I need one more push out of you. Give me everything you got. One, more, one last push. She'll push 
like she has never pushed before. And suddenly, her cry as she births the baby would be unmatched by no other cries. Simply because this cry crosses two bridges. You see, on one hand, she's at the peak of her labor pain. But on the other hand, the very pain that she's experiencing is about to turn into a joy that is indescribable. The birth of her child. That final push produces what would be considered a dichotomy. An excruciating pain, but the delivery of a baby at the same time. That last push. Sometimes you can be in the waiting womb. You can hear a mother giving that last cry. But while she cried with her pain, but by the same token, once they give her that baby, that cry turned from pain to joy. Well, similarly, the word Hosanna, or when people shout Hosanna, there's a dichotomy that comes with the word. For, for some, the word is a plea, and for some others, it's also a shout of praise. See, the word moved from plea to praise or from cry to confidence based on when and by whom it's been uttered. Let's be frank. If there is a word that encompasses Palm Sunday, it's Hosanna. I mean, we miss Sebuijit today, right? With the children's choir, with the kids, with the palm trees saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Man, COVID sucks. Because today would be a glorious service like any other with the children. And, and those of you, some of you are sitting here, you were part of that choir. You graduated from Sabuji's choir singing Ozena, Ozena. But this is what I'm afraid of. What I'm afraid of, most of us are Ozena, but we don't know what Ozena means. See, I'm afraid that we are growing and Christian is but we don't really know what the word really means. See, Psalm 118, I'm, I'm a Baptist preacher, I gotta give you context of what I've, what, what I've read. Psalm 118, the Psalm where we find the word Hosanna, even though you don't see it, but we're gonna get to that in a moment, it's there. It's what they call a declarative praise. That Psalm is the climax of the group uh, um, of Psalms called the Passover Psalms, or what they call the Alel Psalms. From there you can see hallelujah. Right from Psalm 113 to Psalm 118, that group of psalm is what they call the hallelujah praise, hallelujah psalms. And you know what it is. Hallelujah is what? I heard one person. Hallelujah is the highest praise. In other words, if you got nothing to say to God, if you say hallelujah, you're good enough. See, hallelujah comes from this, uh, uh, um, the hallelujah comes from Alel. These psalms were probably sung by Jesus on the night before his death. See, the wood word, the wood, the, 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 the wood words are found for the word Hosanna are found in Psalm 118 verse 25, which we read, which says, save us, we pray, O Lord. See, the, 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 the Hebrew words, can, can I teach you some Hebrew real quick? 
The Hebrew words yasha, which means deliver or save, and ana, which means beg or beseech, combine to form the word uh, that in English is ozena. Literally, ozena means I beg you to save or please deliver us. Now, here's the thing. Ozena is not actually a word. Ozena is what they call a transliteration. See, the Hebrew word is oceana. So that's the pronunciation. So when they translate the Bible from Hebrew, uh, uh, um, and then when they use that word, they just make a word that sound, that has the Hebrew sound, and it sounds ozena. So the English did not even translate that word. They just put ozena. So literally, ozena is a transliteration of the Hebrew word. See, Ozena occurs in the New Testament, New Testament six times. And Matthew and Mark and John mentioned that people called out Ozena in praise and celebration during Jesus' triumphal entry to Jerusalem during the Passover week. See, in John 12, 13, can, can, can I, can I, can I read some scripture real quick for you? In John 12, 13, it says, they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, Jesus, that is, cry out, Ozena! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. Matthew 21, 9 says this, Hosanna, the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Mark 11, 9 and 10 says this, and those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. And in Matthew uh, um, 21, 12 to 16, included uh, another mention of Hosanna. After Jesus cleansed the temple by driving out the money changers and those who were buying and selling items, children in the temple praised Jesus by crying out, Hosanna to the son of David. Though the chief priests and scribes were upset by the children, Jesus commended their praise by saying, Yes, have you ever heard, have you ever read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you have praised, which where Jesus quotes Psalm 8 verse 2 that says, Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to steal the enemy of the avengers. The people who were celebrating Jesus' arrival in Jerusalem, they were quoting Psalm 118, 25 and 26. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success or prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The phrase, save us, we pray, again, that's, that's what I said earlier, is the Hebrew word for Hosanna. So now, can we put Ozena under the microscope for a minute? Let's dig a little deeper. If I told you there's a dichotomy, so I got to prove it. Can I prove it? All right. So it's already mentioned, Ozena means save us now. But what else does the word mean? According to scholars, Ozena essentially means please save us now. It's a call for deliverance. And, and, and frequently, and was frequently used at the festival that quoted Psalm 118.25, which we said earlier. Ozena also appears to have multiple meanings beyond a mere save us Lord. See, 
It's a cry for salvation and also a cry of thanks. And the same breath, you're saying, save me. But you're saying, thank you for saving me. If there is a word we need to be saying today, it's Hosanna. See, two polar, polar opposite meaning coming together. A cry for help and a cry of praise. It's typically spoken in a rejoicing fashion. People who often shouted, often intended to say, at last, salvation has come to us. It's after a long wait. It's finally here. People shouting, Hosanna. Hosanna, it's a declaration of praise as well as a plea for salvation. See, the thing that happens during Jesus' time with the word Hosanna, it's that the social, political context of the, of the time must be understood. See, the Israelites wanted salvation from Rome. They were under the oppression of the Roman regime. See, they've seen God conquered their enemies in the past. Even though the Babylonians took them captives, when the Babylonians fell to the Persian Empire, the Israelites returned back home and rebuilt Jerusalem. When Antiochus IV tried to Hellenize the Israelites, the Maccabees led an uprising and drove them out. They wanted to see the same thing happen with Rome. To have a conqueror to drive them out. So Jesus, who by that time has become a local celebrity, because Jesus is just on the verge of raising Lazarus back, Jesus rode the donkey into Jerusalem. The crowd were perfectly right to shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, because they were acknowledging Jesus as their Messiah. I'm just teaching, don't worry, we're going to get excited. As shown in their address, son of David. David was a king. David was a, a, a victorious king. So they, they wanted to get rid of the Roman Empire. They said, Hosanna to the son of David. Theirs was a cry for salvation and a recognition that Jesus is able to save. However, Jesus did come to defeat an enemy, but not quite the way that they had in mind. They wanted Jesus to free them from the political oppression they were facing. But Jesus knew that they had a bigger enemy than just the person who was in charge of them. Their enemy was sin because they were enslaved far more in sin than the Roman occupation in Israel. See, Rome would fall in a few centuries later. But Jesus needed needed to face the ultimate enemy, sin. And that's why you and I today, as we celebrating Palm Sunday, when we say, Hosanna, Hosanna, it's because it's a shout of praise for us because God has been delivered us from our sins. See, that may make no sense for you if you never sinned. But if you like me, if you have ever sinned, you needed salvation. If you like me, if you have ever sinned, you needed somebody to take away the guilt of sin from you. So then, let me get into the, 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 the part that's going to get you excited. What does Hosanna mean for us today? See, the people in Jerusalem greeted Jesus as their Savior. 
and Messiah by crying, Hosanna, son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. See, Mark, 10, Mark 11, 9 and 10 as a song of praise and expectation. Today, we can join in singing along with all the people who follow Christ as their Messiah. See, as we shout, as we sing Hosanna today, there are a few things I want you to know. I got three things and then I'll be in my seat. Three things. I'll be in my seat. I, I'm about to get excited myself now. Let me, let me, let me loosen my, my, my suit. I'm about to get excited. See, number one, I want you to consider Hosanna as a shout of celebration. Somebody say celebration. It's a song or it's a shout of celebration. See, for those of us who've experienced the forgiveness of our sins, we are to shout Hosanna. Those of us who have been freed from guilt, we are to shout Hosanna. Those of us who have overcome our fears, we have to shout Hosanna. Those of us who have been given hope in the midst of despair. I mean, we're in COVID-19. It's been a year. We're still standing. You are to shout Hosanna. Oh, yes, Hosanna is a shout of celebration. We who have experienced God's unconditional love. In a word filled with hatred, we are to shout Hosanna. I mean, we live in a world where people don't like you simply because of where you're from. I mean, what's the newest hashtag? No Asian hate, right? I mean, because people don't like people because they're from whatever country. But we've experienced God's love. You know that it doesn't matter if no one loves you, but I got news for you. Jesus loves you. So if you've experienced his love, today you got to shout Hosanna. We who have experienced a joy that is indescribable in a sad world. I mean, over half a million people have died from a disease that nobody can fix. You better shout Hosanna. We who have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding and in the midst of this chaos, we better shout Hosanna. We who have experienced God's patience, God's kindness, um, um, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, you are to shout Hosanna. In other words, if you are sitting here, if you're watching me online, if you've experienced God's love when you know you don't deserve it, when you know what you've done last week, last year, last month, yesterday, you know that you're standing here, it's by the grace of God. You better shout Hosanna. I know I'm not by myself up in here. Oh yes, Hosanna is a shout of celebration. Because when you can enumerate all that God has done for you and all he has done for you in the midst of that, you know you don't deserve none of it. You better shout Hosanna because you've experienced God's grace. Not only Hosanna is a shout of praise, but see, the dichotomy comes right into my second point right there. Hosanna is also a plea for salvation for our, un, for our unsaved loved ones. I don't know about you. I have people who are not saved. I don't know about you. I have people in my family who are not saved. So then, when I shout Hosanna as a celebration for my salvation, by the same breath, it's a shout of, it's a plea for them who are not yet saved. See, we shout Hosanna that God would circumcise the hearts of our unsaved loved ones. We shout Hosanna that God would give them a heart of flesh. We shout Hosanna that God would put his spirit within them. We shout Hosanna that God would, um, that they would come to Christ. We shout Hosanna as a plea 
for unsaved ones that God would open their hearts to believe the gospel. We shout, Hosanna, that God would free them from their slavery of sin. We shout, Hosanna, so that God would remove Satan's blinding influence over them. We shout, Hosanna, that God would grant them repentance. It's like this. I'll put it to you this way. Think of it like this. A parent who is seeking God's face for their children's salvation. When they shout Hosanna, both contexts apply to them. On one hand, they shout Hosanna as a shout of praise, confidence for their own salvation. On the other hand, it is a desperate plea before God to save their children. There are some parents who are listening right now. They are begging God for their, for their sons, for their daughters, not only to be saved, but for some of them to come back home. There are some of you, who are, those of you who are listening to me right now, you know somebody, as I'm saying this, somebody across your mind right now, you shouting Hosanna in your heart, saying, God, save them. This is not the time for people to, to be uh, um, less affair about what they're doing, because tomorrow is not promised. So we have to be pleading before God in an Hosanna fashion to say, save our loved ones. What, what is it that for us to be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit and go to heaven and then our brothers, our sisters, our cousins, our aunts and uncles, grandparents are going to hell? We need to pray, folks. We need to shout Hosanna. Not only Hosanna is a, a, a shout of celebration, not only Hosanna is a plea uh, uh, um, for our unsaved loved ones, but Hosanna is a shout of praise and worship. It's a shout of praise and worship. We can praise and bless his name. It's, 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 it's like when we say Hosanna in the highest, it's, it's the bubbling over, over our heart that sees hope and joy that salvation comes and can contain it. I mean, when I was dating my wife, she lives in Rhode Island, I live in Florida. We didn't get to see each other like the typical, you know, you see it every weekend you go out. No. When she would come to visit, I couldn't wait. When I would go to visit, she couldn't wait because my love was coming to town or her love was coming to town when I go up, which means she can't contain the joy. I cannot contain my excitement. All my friends knew whenever Nyonaj was going to come because they know that that week I go get my hair cut. I'm fresh. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't contain myself. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed because my love is coming. Similarly, when you think of a shout of praise and, 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 and as a shout of praise, it's like there's something inside of you that you know, that you know that God has done something for you. God has done, God has saved you. He has done something for you and you cannot wait. Whether you are on the screen, whether you're on the sanctuary, you cannot wait to give God your very best in worship. Hosanna means hooray for salvation. It's coming. It is here. Salvation, salvation. Oh, when they said Hosanna, the son of David, means the son of David is our salvation. Hooray for the king. Salvation belongs to the king. We can exalt him in the highest heavens, in the highest heavens above everything else in the world. And Hosanna in the highest means let all the angels in heaven join the song of praise. Salvation, salvation. Let 
the highest heaven sang the song. I love that song by Israel, Israel um, Hutton. He says this, Hosanna in the highest. Let our king be lifted up. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Let our king be lifted up. Hosanna in the highest. Let our king be lifted up. Hosanna in the highest. Let our king be lifted up. And there's a part of it that says, Jesus, you be lifted higher. Yeah, I wish I knew how to sing. Jesus, you be lifted higher, higher. I mean, you need to be lifted, Jesus, higher. You know what Jesus says? If I shall be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. The, for the people that you know that are not saved, for your circumstance, for what you're going through, when you praising God in worship, when you praising God in adoration, when you lift them up higher, guess what? He can change your problems. He can fix what you're going through. You may be financial situation, he can fix it. Because when you lift them higher, because there's nothing, there's nothing that our God cannot fix. And Jesus needs to be lifted higher because your problems cannot surpass Jesus because Jesus surpassed all your problems. He needs to be lifted higher. Lift them higher. Lift them higher. And, and, and lift them higher while you're behind the screens in class. Lift them higher while you're at your job. Lift them higher when you're in traffic. Lift them higher. Wherever you are, lift them higher. Because you know something? If you lift Jesus higher, he will lift you up. If you lift Jesus higher, people will be drawn to you because Jesus will be lifted higher. They will see. They will say, so there's something wrong with you. No, it's I put Jesus first. See, today, and whenever we shout Hosanna, we know that it might be a plea, it might be a praise. Regardless of what it means to you in this at this moment, know that as we shout Hosanna, let us lift up King Jesus to the highest. And remember that he has already saved us from and defeated us from our biggest enemy, which is sin. There's a, there's a, 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 a theologian called Gill. In his exposition, he says this, Let songs of praise be sung to God, who is in the highest heavens. For all of his grace and goodness, vouchsafed the sons of men through Christ, his beloved son. And let not only all salvation happiness and prosperity attend to the Messiah, David's son, here on earth, but all the glory and facility in the highest heavens, above which he will be exalted. Now, I'm a Baptist preacher. I got to close with Jesus. On Friday, wherever you are, we'll be celebrating Good Friday. And the last saying of Jesus, the last Word Jesus said on the cross was he shout with a loud voice, says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Do you know the reason why this Sunday is important and the fact that we can shout Hosanna is because on Friday coming up, Jesus said, into your hands, Father, I commit my spirit. Because he committed his spirit into his father's hands. And on Sunday, he was resurrected. We have victory over sins. We have victory over all of our enemies. That's why we can shout Hosanna. For all of that, Hosanna is a much needed cry today. 
Let Hosanna be your cry today. So let us lift Jesus in the highest. May God bless you.